Welcome to Educate This. My name is Nate Hammond and this is the podcast for educators, teachers, coaches, mentors, trainers, guides and well, students, which should be all of us. We learn to teach and we teach to learn. Educate This is thankful to be sponsored by training provider and TAE experts, Qualify Now. Check them out at qualifynow.com.au for all of your TAE questions and needs. All right, let's level up. All right, where are we? Beast Mode Study Part 4. Weapons of Mass Distraction. Long, sleepless nights with mounting cans of empty monster energy toothpicks strategically placed to keep the eyelids open, a blanket embracing the torso as the young morning brings a chill to the air. This cliche imagery from every university comedy film montage is cliche because it is common. Many imagine that it is long hours of study that will bring the best results. Research, however, tells a different story. Research shows that highly successful students actually spend less time studying than their contemporaries, but study more intensely and more efficiently in their shorter space of time. It starts with shredding, burning, and then flushing the idea that you can easily multitask while studying. Multitasking has become more prominent in the digital age where weapons of mass distraction are hidden in plain sight. They have become so much a part of us that they may as well be surgically attached. According to a 2016 study funded by the National Health and Medical Research Council of Australia, more than 50% of young adult to middle age people carry the phones in their hands or pockets and more than 50% sleep with their phones no more than 50 centimeters from their heads. They have become a part of us physically and mentally. When a person has moments of shifting attention, even if briefly or passively, those are moments where the brain has to jump from context to context, meaning it has to waste energy refocusing on whatever it is or meant to be receiving primary attention. So what has that statement got to do with the phones in our hands and pockets? Okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, Uh, What I'm saying is not to be confused with the interleaving method, which we talked about in the last episode, where attention is carried through to different topics and connections are made. Uh, What I'm talking about here is about having a TV show on in the background, notifications, pinging, dinging, ringing while your flatmate is singing. This is not bridge building. This is taking long jumps from planet to planet to the point where your energy is so zapped that you struggle to get back to where you should have stayed. Now, if that example goes over your head, you might want to jump back to an episode on interleaving where I made an analogy about rainbow bridges and stuff like that. There is a formula touted by Cal Newport in his book, How to Become a Straight A Student, which reads, work accomplished equals intensity of focus times time spent. Actually, a lot of my thoughts today and in a lot of what I put out, in fact, are inspired by this author, Cal Newport. So I highly recommend checking him out if you haven't already. But I just want to repeat um, that formula. Work accomplished equals intensity of focus times time spent. So the intensity of focus times by the time spent will equal results. The work that you accomplish, the value that is retrieved from a study period is a direct result of multiplying intense focus with a solid block of time. The beauty is that that time doesn't have to be long compared to that vision we spoke about earlier, that vision of that college studying montage. Less time, but greater intensity. That needs to become a mantra for every student wanting to kill it at school. Less time, greater intensity. 
Even if you're studying as an autodidact at home or in the library, you can use that formula. Let's say you are studying for your final exam on animal behavior and psychology. During your allotted time, you check messages and text. You drop in on social media. You go a little wayward with a couple of videos. You could study for three hours. Study in quotation marks for three hours. If even just half an hour of that is off topic, is, is swayed, with social media and and other distractions, that's not two and a half hours of study value because of the in and out, here, there, everywhere before coming back to it. Your brain is also now having to contend with multiple bits of information. So in other words, three hours minus half an hour of social media doesn't equal two and a half hours of study, of intense study. Your brain is now contending with all sorts of things. It's having to figure out where to store things, what goes where. In studies done on why elite athletes can sometimes choke, one of the reasons found is that distraction, not just in the moment, but prior to performance, due to the mind having to think about too many things rather than having one hyper-focus, can disable a person. It all comes flooding back in a moment where they need to act. Here's a problem with simply knowing this stuff. We don't. That is to say that The younger generation especially, but all generations in pockets, don't necessarily agree. Don't agree with what I am presenting here today. You may not agree. Why? Because we are so used to these weapons of mass distraction that we feel we have a good grasp on it all. We actually get offended when someone says that we can't multitask. We all feel immune. How many here and or how many here know of people who swear that they are excellent multitaskers? From the summary of a research article by the University of Illinois published in Science Daily, it says, Although experts say using electronic media while doing schoolwork negatively impacts learning, many students believe they are immune to any ill effects because they're good multitaskers, according to recent research. And continuing with a direct reading from this article, Researchers in psychology, cognitive science, and neuroscience found that media multitasking during schoolwork interferes with students' attention and working memory. So just to jump out of that, and I'll come back to that uh, quote in a moment, but it interferes with students' attention and working memory. So it's not just about in-the-moment distraction. It's about distraction that carries over to performance post-study. Students' learning is shallower and spottier. This is going back to the the quote from the article. Students' learning is shallower and spottier. They understand less and have difficulty recalling what they have learned and applying in new contexts. Their reading comprehension, note-taking ability, test performance, and grade point averages all diminish. End quote. See, listening to a lecture and interacting on social media draw on the same region of the brain, the prefrontal cortex. They are demanding tasks that require their own space and time. Rarely can the brain effectively carry two complex tasks simultaneously. Then there is the strong and alarming research that has found that too much time on mobile devices can inflame social anxiety, including the fear of missing out, aka FOMO. That FOMO research shows will often entice students to interrupt and sometimes even postpone altogether their study in order to read and respond to posts and messages. It goes without saying that this is far from ideal for a student trying to ace their education. 
A student who buries the weapons of mass distraction for a time and doesn't dig them up until purposeful study is complete will get far more out of a shorter period of study than their distracted peers. So, to recap, don't think you're that one anomaly that can have your phone or other devices next to you or TV on in the background, etc. and still give 100% focus to the subject needing your undivided attention. Science, studies, research, how my own personal anecdotes and yours, I reckon, if you want to be honest, say otherwise. I remember listening to some Metallica while trying to study in high school. No internet back then. I had every album on cassette tape. My dad told me I'd be better off listening to something non-lyrical while studying. I knew better, of course, because I was a teenager and that's the prime age for prime wisdom. So I continued singing along. I can remember anything, can't tell if this is true or a dream. How appropriate. With those lyrics, I can't remember anything. I struggled to remember anything. My recall of World War history in my exam was not as good as it could have been if I didn't have James Hetfield's growling vocals bouncing around in my head. The world will not crumble if you don't check in on your friends, enemies, and frenemies every few minutes. Put the distractions away. Go beast mode with your study focus. I'll leave you with a quote by author Anne Catherine. When we clutter our lives with imagined obligations, unnecessary activities, and distractions that only kill time, we dilute the power of our lives. Thank you for being with me today. My name is Nate Hammond. This is Educate This. We are sponsored by Qualify Now, the TAE specialist. If you're looking at becoming a teacher, trainer, coach, mentor, anything in that field, particularly vocational training, you've got a lot of expertise in something uh, and experience and education and you want to pass that on to someone that is up and coming, consider a TAE and consider Qualify Now. Music has been provided by Dragon Chromatic and Anthem Fox.